Before the podcast starts, I have to say this. We do not advocate for any drugs. We, we don't suggest doing them. But we know the people who do do them, be responsible, be safe. Now, enjoy the podcast. Welcome back to the Hold Back Podcast, where myself, named Alex, I bring on a guest to talk about anything and everything because I don't really fucking care. And today we have one of my friends from, since I moved here, I met, what, back in, I'd say September of 2017? 2017, yeah. Was it 2017? Jesus. I've been here. For, oh, no, 20. Was it 2017? Or was it 2018? Fuck, the years are starting to look like, Yeah, I know. Together. It's all blur to me. Yeah. No, no, no it was 2018 because last year's. I forgot. Okay, we're in 2020 now. Okay. Happy New Year, everybody, by the way. Uh, I met you in 2020 or 2018, 2018 of September, I believe. That's when I went to that job. And um, today we're talking about psychedelics. Primarily, we're going to branch off. Uh, Corbin also is one of my friends uh, who is in the EDM community yeah. a lot. So he has a very different aspect uh, compared to uh, Andrea, the one I interviewed. Uh-huh. We talked for an hour and 54, and I was like, holy crap. But nevertheless, um, let's get right into it. So um, you've tried, let's see, acid. Yes. Acid and LSD, same thing, correct? Yeah. Okay. Um, have you used shrooms? Yes. Okay. What about... Um, Candy flipping. Have you done that? I have candy flipped, yes. Okay, okay. And it was actually not that long ago. My first time candy flipping was um, at Forest, okay. actually, yeah. of 2019. That's not too far. And do you... Wait, was that your first time at Forest last yeah. year? Yeah, okay. this past year was. Okay. Uh, nobody, if anybody's going to know, Electric Forest is an EDM thing. Um, you go there, listen. And it's more about the, the, the quote-unquote energy people feel there. Um, cause it's a different experience. You meet wondrous people. I talked about lost yeah. lands. Everybody knows they talk about it way too much, but nevertheless, um, when did you first try a hallucinogen? My first time trying a hallucinogen. Um, okay. So I would say it was probably when I was 17 and it's not okay. your typical hallucinogen. When I think hallucinogen, I think not just, you know, your, um, go-to psychedelics, like shrooms or lsd anything like that um i also think anything that can like get you out of body so my first time taking anything that gave me a trip was actually when i was 17 years old um these things called triple c's they're cough and cold they're cough and cold medicines okay um and if you take a certain amount of them, a certain dosage, um, you would go on this insane trip. It's the it's the equivalent of I'm just, a lot of people you know from yeah. around my age or yeah. younger might know yeah. um, about robo tripping. So triple C's was essentially it's a similar thing. Just okay. Take a, so you're you're saying it's was is it like a prescribed medicine or is it a like a con- it's over the counter. You can go buy the shit right now and you um, just take a certain amount and. <clears throat> yeah really but like um certain certain um over-the-counter things have um limits on them now because yeah, people course. abuse them or make other oh of course drugs, or like, they do no offense but they do this the thing you're you're saying they yeah get okay. enough to take a thing to take a trip mm-hmm. so what did that exactly kind of happen there what like, happened when i took those yeah uh, my first was, experience yeah um so it was a really insane thing like when I took them, I'm 17. You know, I know very little about drugs in general. <laughs> and all I know at that time was just kind of what I've been told and what I've seen. Yeah. And so when I would take these, I was actually taking them with my friend's mom. It sounds Jesus crazy. Christ. But okay. she was like, 
But everybody's, it, every family's different. Yeah. yeah. She was like um, an aunt growing up, to me growing up. And yep. um, essentially, um, you know, she was kind of like my trip guide at an early age. Oh. And her theory was like, okay, you're 17. Um, I should be telling you not to do these drugs, but you're going to do them. And if you're going to do them, I want you to do that's, them at that's my great, house. That's, that's a great, so, yeah. I wasn't a typical kid where I was growing up and I had people that were adults in my life. Yeah. I did have, you know, like my mom and yeah. some people who never fucking do yeah. anything to, you know, influence me to do drugs Most or anything. Definitely. I mean, I just had my first beer with my mom last Thanksgiving. No. So, and I'm, you know, 25, so. Jesus Christ. And, and that's the thing too, is like, I know families too that from back home who, uh, their parents would let, let them smoke or something. And back home is kind of different, but like, mm-hmm. nevertheless, it's 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 more of a sense if they're gonna do it with them. Mm-hmm. Like for my kid, I know I'm gonna let my kid start probably drinking at like 18 at least because it's kind of like I know he's gonna go do it. Yeah, he's gonna go with his friends. He's gonna have those influences, but as long as he knows that he's okay with, you know, drinking with me or something to an extent, then he'll know that he can call me. You know, he can things. be more honest with you. Exactly. Exactly. You gotta make like, hey, dad, come get me. I'm fucked up right yeah. now. And you will. Yeah. And, you know. Because and the more and more you pressure that it's not good, don't do it, don't do it ever, yeah. or whatever state, wait till you're 21, the more and more, like, there's a lot of people, uh, I'm going to just kind of dip, dip in that quickly, but there's a lot of people who do it right when they turn 21, and they don't touch it, they don't, they see it all happen, mm-hmm. all their friends do it, and then right when they turn 21, those are the kids who go too hard, they get alcohol poisoned, and possibly die. Because think about it, 21st, you celebrate. You celebrate hard as hell. And at that point, they don't know their limits. Shot, 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 ten shots in an hour, mm-hmm. and boom. You know, it's it, that's that's sad though. It's 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 very sad. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, so you were on these triple C's, mm-hmm. um, and let's say uh, uh, first off, how long did it last? Mm. I'm trying to remember because it was a long time. Yeah, um, I would say they last a standard about six to eight hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but those were a different type of trip. I would probably never trip off of anything like that again. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I experienced it though. Yeah. But it was it was similar to um, what I've experienced on acid and and um, shrooms, okay. but it wasn't at the same time. Okay. Um, from from what I know about hallucinogens, because I have never taken them. Mm-hmm. Um, but from what I know, okay. So from what I know, um shrooms are more intense than LSD? I, I would say true. so. Some people, other people beg to differ, but I I feel personally that um, they are. Is it is it more because it... Uh, I want to... Because, I, again, I, I, I'm very out of that circle of uh, hallucinogens. I know a lot of my EDM community, mm-hmm. and a lot of them, they have tried it. That girl we talked about earlier, she's, she told me every time she does acid or LSD mm-hmm. that... And this is what's different about her. She says that you become LSD. I don't know if that's true for you. Like, I, I don't know what she means by that, but she says you I, become it. Yeah, I could see what she means. Um, you know, this is the crazy thing about talking about trips and stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of what you visualize or what you yeah. see or what you maybe not even see or visualize, what mm-hmm. you feel is sometimes really indescribable because I've been taken to oh, really? a lot of things and felt a lot of ways that yeah. I've never quite felt before and I've never quite and it's nothing bad it's just like really it's it's the way I see the world when I'm on LSD okay is what makes me feel like I can't describe this like I can to an extent okay 
but the way I feel in the what the, by the things that I see, like I don't know, it um, it, it's something you can't describe. Yeah. It's something you can only experience. If I think I might yeah. say, because it is a drug that messes with your mind. Yeah, as any drug is, a drug is uh, when you I forget the exact description, but it, when you affects your mind pretty much. Um, but you know, they some they, they it does mess with your mind, but. I almost question whether or not that's really just taking away hmm. the bullshit and us like really seeing. So maybe as clarity. Yeah. You see, uh, that's I, I don't mean to offend you or anything, but oh, no. um, that is where like I, I I've said that about like you know weed and crap before in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, is that it was kind of more like an escape, and that's where I'm kind of wary about because. No offense, but that's when somebody says that it's kind of leads them to okay, it's good and yeah. Maybe at times it is. Maybe at times it is. But in my eyes, I've seen one of my friends in high school. He used to do trips all the time. Like, mm-hmm. all the fucking time. And before, he was more of this, you know, outgoing guy. He'd come out with us every day, play some baseball. And by the end of it, he was more of like a, no offense to people with religion, but he was more of like a church guy. Yada, and then he'll have these theories about uh, astronomies and all this stuff. And I, I personally think that, if he didn't take as much as he did when he was on it, because he was doing it like every other day. You don't need that, I think. No. I think by that, you don't need that much, I think. But um, it depends on, was it like full like doses? It was like full tabs, yeah. Oh, okay. Or, then, or, see, like anything, anything in excess becomes too much. Exactly. Like it, it just is not good for you at that point. Yeah, and it, it sucks. It's a, it's a shame that me and him don't talk anymore, but he doesn't talk to any of our group anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also too, because whenever we did hang out with him, it was more of a sense of, He'd start talking about church. He'd be talking about uh, the stars, the stuff. And then at times we want to go play baseball or something. He just, you know, leaves and dips. Uh, and that's, that's um, I, I don't know, maybe that's one of the reasons why I'm not too sure. Maybe he was just growing up and that's how he grew up. Who knows? But um, I do think that is a way to see something, this, this fucked up world, and maybe have some sense to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uncle, one of my uncles, he uh, one time he tried it. And he told me how, like, <clears throat> he saw, like, the the walls, like, dripping, like, with water or some crap. And um, I just, I, I, he tells me how he learned something from it, that you can't see the world the way you saw it before. And that's, yeah. I think, what scares me, is that I see it in one perspective right now. And for me, I think you know, I see other people's, uh, when they talk or whatever, I see those in different perspectives. But seeing it in a different, that whole picture in a different color or different shade of blue like mm-hmm. that's what gets me a little nerve nervous about it so good um I, I could see why i think a lot of people who um are curious about psychedelics mm-hmm. um have that very same fear yeah because i did too before yeah. and i'm gonna be honest so like i said i trip started tripping when i was 17 yeah but i'm actually really um not that experienced Okay. So I did the triple C thing for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, probably as many times as I could probably count on. Um, Your hands. Yeah. yeah okay. But enough to become familiar with it. Okay. And it just kind of was one of those things that wasn't it. Um, I didn't try. My first time trying acid was when I was 21. Okay. And then my first time trying shoes was also when I was 21. But um, I've seen, so the thing is, the things that you see that do alter and change your mind are good and bad. Yeah. Uh, for example, one time I went on a super, super, super intense uh, 
Shroom Trip. It was actually Riot 10 of last year. Not just when he was oh, okay. just here. Yeah. But uh, 2018. Damn, you tripped at Riot 10? Uh, yeah. Or maybe it was Dirt Monkey. Still, All I know, like, it was like literally two weeks after Lost Lands 2018. Yeah. Okay. And then we went to, I think it was, uh, I think it was fucking Dirt Monkey. But okay. However, um, I tripped before the show. The show started at nine. Yeah. I took the shrooms at like three. And Shit. that trip really fucked me up. Like I wasn't able to eat meat for three weeks after because of the things that I saw and like, um, so my, like my, my eating habits were fucked like for a week after yeah. that or like almost a month yeah but it faded away what may i ask and it gets better like oh yeah of course if you do have like a bad trip or anything like that like it does get better no of course of course and uh i think well what what made you feel that way about me like what exactly Mm. like did you see or so (laughs) the fucking shrooms i had yeah i don't know they knocked me on my ass they sent me out of this plane like i wasn't (laughs) even on earth anymore um the space-time continuum seemed to, like, erode. So I was, yeah. like, in multiple places at once. I was yeah. in Lost Lands, and then, like, I was seeing myself in, like, the chair I was sitting in. Jesus. And then, like, I was seeing other things. Like, it was so, no, so, no. so intense, so yeah. insane. Um, but, um... Wait, how long did... I was seeing... I, how long ago was this? No, how long did it last? Uh, you said you took it The whole three? thing, it lasted from, like, probably a good 12 hours. Fucking Christ. But Sorry. I peaked but in like five. And okay. So that's why I took them at three. Because by the time, okay. you know, right, I got going. downtown. Yeah. Okay. It was like only visuals. Yeah. Not yeah. me like, you know. Out of this world. Okay. So go on. So you were on a different plane and. um. So like somehow it was just like flashing through this journey. It was going from here to here to here to here. Yeah, and yeah. just going so many places. And at one point in the trip, I was um, standing over a small creek. Okay. And over this creek, I was seeing animals arise from the water. And as they were rising out of the water, yeah. they would appear whole. They were de- all dead animals, but they would appear whole. Okay. And then their um, skin, fur, scales, because I've seen multiple different types of animals, feathers, whatever yeah. their top coat of whatever material is yeah. would eroded ar- 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 off. Okay. And then lead them just, imagine a completely skinned deer, a completely skinned fish, yeah. a completely skinned... Um, cow, like chicken, or something, chicken yeah. all these animals. I yeah. was seeing them, and then from their skin, like their skin would erode, and then to bone, and then like from bone they would reemerge um, to back to muscle, then okay. back from the muscle they would have their fur back. Yeah, and then they just kept doing that. It was like so fucking weird, dude. Like Whoa. it's it's insane, but um, something about that, like well, well, when I that... think it was really a sensitive thing because yeah. uh, I think uh, in my trip, like I was getting a very vivid um, visual yeah. of the cycle of life. And, and it was really uh-huh. sensitive. And I think it made me feel a little bit guilty because, you know, there's that whole theory that yeah. we're not really even supposed to be eating meat. So, yeah. and not only what, because I mean, I'm a meat eater too. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna. But it, it made lie, you but... see the, uh, the difference in, you know, how our lifestyle is now. Yeah. Is what it's like. I don't even know the statistics, well, but something about that trip also physically made me not be able to eat meat. Like, no matter if I seen the juiciest like Popeye chicken sandwich yeah. right in front of me, like I yeah. couldn't eat it because every time I'd go to like eat meat, I would physically get sick. My stomach would start turning and I'd get nauseous. That lasted for about a month. Jesus Christ! And it was so weird. And I wouldn't even try to overthink it either. I, I, it just like, it was just like kind of like a zone. Like you just yeah. Like I just whenever I'd go to eat yeah. meat. It just wouldn't it, I would get sick to my stomach. Fuck. And and I it all stems from that trip. Oh wow. 
that's, so, that's something else. Well, let me ask. When you were... So, when you were in that creek, I don't know if you remember specifically, but when you were looking at that creek or something, did you personally... Did you feel bad? Or, like, did you... Were you scared at all? I don't know if you were scared. Um... The whole fucking thing at first was really scary. Like, that was probably one of my in- most intense trips ever yeah. was um, the one we're talking about now. Yeah. Um, and, but there was also times I didn't really know how to, it wasn't, I didn't feel anything. I was just, like, in awe, like I was observing. Hmm. It was like the universe wanted me to see these things. Yeah, I bet. Some people were probably like, oh, you were just fucked up, you were tripping. Some people don't believe that that unlocks. Like, no, yeah, no. You yeah. know, you're like penal I've heard, gland. I've, I've heard stories of people say, you know, unlocks your third eye. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. And I think personally, um, I'm not too sure. I can't say I believe it or don't believe it because I've never experienced it. And I think people who deny it and say this, I think those people haven't experienced it and choose not to. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. I'm, I, I, again, I don't, I'm not advocating for drugs or anything. But I think for me, like I, like I talked before, my friends tell me I live for my experiences. Uh, and half the time I do. I'm living my life to every second I want to. If I mm-hmm. want to try something, I'm going to try it. Yeah. Um, but it was very similar to... Uh, you see, you couldn't kind of like explain um, the trip exactly, but I'd say so. When you were in the thing, did it ever feel like overwhelming? Oh yeah. So I remember because this is because you did say that you peak on shrooms. Does that yeah. always happen? I mean, so this this particular trip um, mm-hmm. made only my second encounter with mushrooms ever. Okay. So I didn't really know if these things were normal or if yeah. they weren't. Um, I honestly, at one point, did think that I was dying. Yeah. And that, like, this was oh, it for me. I've, I've that plenty of times. Um, yeah. But I think that, you know, at the end of the day, you have, yeah. you have to ground. This is why trip guides are also important. I had a wonderful trip guide. Yeah. It was my best friend, actually, yeah. uh, that day um, there with me. But was he sober? Or was he... he was also on shrooms, oh, but yeah. he had more of an anchor to reality. Ah. Um, and it's all really a mind thing. Oh, of course. Once you start becoming familiar with it... You gotta just sit there and tell yourself like you can ground like this is a hallucinogenic yeah. drug. What I'm seeing is not actually the reality that I'm living in. Yeah, I mean, no, I no, I, I understand. You have to ha- you have to make sure you get a reality check. Yeah, I think um, like people with lucid dreaming uh, mm-hmm. and astral projection and all that, they mm-hmm. tend to have a um, an item mm-hmm. that um, like some people like they'll have a, a special watch on their phone, and every time they look at that watch, you know it's. It's that watch physically. But if they see it in a dream, it's something different. Mm-hmm. And that's when they know it's not reality versus reality. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great way if anybody does do it. I don't know if that's like, a, how do I say it, a thing. But I think, you know, checking your watch or something. Making sure it's not spinning. You know, I don't know. But trip guide. So he's probably a lot more experienced. Um, to a degree, just... Probably just about as much as me, but oh, okay. somehow that day that we tripped for uh, the right time, yeah, the Dirt Monkey Show, yeah. uh, twenty eighteen. Uh, somehow he was more centered than I was and was able to, you know, help bring me out of it. And yeah. um, by the time I got to the show, you know, it was a head banging fool. It yeah. was just visuals like pretty colors by that point and Shit, hues yeah. of pretty lights. But um, yeah, no um. It was scary, though, um, at first, because 
it, and at one point in time, I thought that I wasn't bleeding internally. Yeah. I kept tasting blood, but I think it was just like the earthy flavor of the shrooms that yeah. was just left over on my tongue. Yeah. But um, I see, don't know, dude. It it was intense. Is it okay? Because like when I think of like peaking and stuff and all that, I think of you know when you peak on Molly. Yeah, you know it goes it just climbs up, climbs up, climbs up. And I remember at one time a while ago, um, when I took it. Um, I think I took point two or something. We, I was, I remember I was in the middle of the crowd. I was doing going, and then I could feel it coming up so fast, like it, it like it was like literally ten seconds. It was the first three seconds I was going, and from three to ten, it went, it went all the way up, and I'm like, holy shit! And I remember I had to sit down, and my friend was like fanning me. She's like, you're okay, you're okay, just take it in, soak it in. And I was like, deep breath, and I kept doing deep breaths. I was like. Mm. And it wasn't like it's not bad to do that. Um, I think for people who do just try to like overcome it right away, no, just sit down, and relax. Yeah. Because if you try to fight it, it's that more intense and it's yeah. that more you know whatever for whatever drug you take probably. Mm-hmm. But if you accept it and just deep breaths in, boom. And like I was like, okay, let's keep going, let's keep mm-hmm. going. Got some water in me, and also too for anybody who does do it, please keep water on you. Yeah. Because I was gonna say Most too definitely. when I went to this other one, uh, I, I was really gone. But from what my friend told me. They told me that my body was trying to tell me to get water. Uh, so every time I like close my eyes and like I lay down, I I thought somebody was coming around and giving me a water bottle in my eyes. Like my eyes were closed. And then I get up and try grabbing the water bottle, opening my eyes. Nobody was there. And that was probably one of the scariest things. But it happened for, I think, at least an hour. Just simultaneously keep going because I'd forget about it and then go back down, do that. Um, I think that was probably my only like really scary moment with that shit. Mm-hmm. But more or less what about lsd how's that so it is um i've only had one bad experience on acid um mm-hmm. that was actually like how about we go with the bad experience first bad experience we'll go to a good one yeah um bad experience with acid um pretty much i went to this rave i was in st louis missouri mm-hmm. And I didn't know shit about shit um, when it came to raves or really like psychedelics or anything okay. like that. Uh, long story short, I went to this place, this okay. venue called um, 2720 uh, Cherokee Street. Okay. It's one of the places. It's kind of like um, our equivalent of a, of a Gabe's or even a Blue, okay. formerly Blue Moose. Um, okay, okay. Um, you know. It's a pretty tiny. It's a, Yeah, and it was just like a little... Actually, no, it was bigger than um, Gabe's, but... Was it like Blue Moose? Yeah, it was about the size of, but yeah, it was it was actually smaller than okay. Blue Moose, but um, a little bit bigger than Gabe's. Yeah. So anyhow, um, I went there, didn't know that it was a rave. I just yeah. um, found this place because there was a free, my house was literally up the street. Yeah. And there was a free uh, black white yoga session there last week. And on this street was like a little like pop in place at uh, my neighborhood um, there was like fresh uh, I, didn't know, I didn't know you lived in Missouri yeah I'm from Missouri originally. oh shit okay I didn't know that but okay go yeah on. so um, the street's called Cherokee if you ever go to St. Louis guys you gotta go there they have fresh authentic Mexican like just these cool hipster little dives and shops and bars and it's yeah. a really cool place so I would go there for food um, and lunch on my days off yeah and um, the week prior to me going to this rave yeah um I was there for black light yoga. So that's how I found out about this place. And they had told me, oh, there's going to be a rave. Come. So I come and I end up getting sloshed 
sloppy drunk. Yeah, yeah. And end up going to some after party at some other side of the south side of St. Louis. And then yeah. um, start looking for coke. I'm so drunk. I'm like, I want some coke. Yeah, yeah. I want some drugs. Yeah, yeah. So this guy sells me some coke. Yeah. And I get it. And apparently my drunk ass was so drunk. Not only did I buy a gram of coke. Bought I bought a strip of acid. That was... A strip? No, not what? a strip. A uh Oh, a tab. Did I say strip? Yeah, it's my strip. bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I bought a tab of acid that was Wait, double. A dip. strip for people who don't know is. Um, a strip is like I think it, I think about ten hits of, okay. of acid. So it's like ten things of uh, little tabs. Acid you or LSD you put it on the tip of your tongue and let it dissolve. Correct. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so you bought these uh at the thing of LSD and you were drunk and you got some coke too. Go on. Um and so. The guy comes back with the bag of coke. Like, yeah. I don't even know who I'm talking to. It's like this whole memory is a blur. Yeah. And the other guy comes back with this little piece of paper and he's like, here, put it on your tongue. And I'm like, yeah. no, bro. Yeah. I'm not just putting something on my tongue. And yeah. he was like, looking at me like, what the fuck? And I'm like, bro, I'm not. He's like, That's like idea. looking at me like, yeah. bro, what's your problem? Yeah. So he was confused because he wasn't, he wasn't aware that I didn't know oh. that it was acid. He wasn't aware that. I was so drunk that I shouldn't have had any business buying it. He wasn't aware yeah. that I didn't know that I had just asked for it and then forgotten oh. about it. I purchased it. So, you know. Oh, okay. So, okay. He yeah, was confused because it was yeah. like, imagine me asking you if I can buy some Coke, Alex, that you see me at a bar, yeah. you know, downtown. And then, yeah. like, you come back with it. And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is that? You're going to be like, um. Yeah. Okay. Just, okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. You know, okay, I get you that. just asked for this. So. I'm like, no, bro, I'm not putting that on my tongue. And yeah. he was like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah he's probably confused as shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then, um, I did it anyway. <laughs> did it anyway. And um yeah, this um the trip. Guy ends up finding me that sold me the coke. I go back, he tells me there's going to be an after party. There was no fucking after. He just invited me back to do all, all my blow and I was like stuck uh. on his couch. He played the scariest movie I could ever think of and like I was like trapped at this dude's house that I didn't know. Yeah. And it was like dark and Where the fuck were your friends at? This is the thing. I only had um, a couple of friends when I lived in St. Louis. And um, my friend was actually in a town like 45 minutes away. My best friend at the time was in a town 45 minutes away with her boyfriend. And we always had a rule because, you know, I wasn't from the city, but she was. She told me, like, I don't care what you do. Um, I don't care who you hang with. But God damn it. Let don't go out by yourself ever. Uh, Always make sure yeah, you're with someone. No, that's a good rule. And she's like, I really don't even feel comfortable you hanging out with other people yeah. if you don't know them. Know them. Yeah, yeah. So you know, because um, my roommate at the time was a little bit older than yeah, me, yeah. so she was like had that whole big sister like yeah, of course, of course, nurturing nature about yeah. her. But let's go back to the, the so you were sitting on his couch, put on some scary movie. Yeah, so I was like stuck, baked like a potato on this dude's couch. Yeah. He's, like, tweaking around in his house, just, like, cleaning and doing other shit. And, like, I'm just sitting there in, like, a puddle. It feels like I literally felt like I became one with the couch. Shit. And it was scary because I didn't know this person. I didn't even know the situation I was in. Yeah. So I go from being blackout drunk to tripping on acid. Or, or no, to, like, drunk and coked. And then I take this acid and then boom. And then when, I was so drunk that when the acid started to kick in, yeah. I wasn't aware of what was going on. Oh, okay. It wasn't until after all the shit had mm-hmm. come down and the next day. 
the whole oh, night reflashed into my head. So that's how I'm able to say it now. In retrospect, I would never. Fuck. In retrospect, like I was a dumb fucking twenty one year old. Yeah, I had yeah. no. I had just turned twenty one. Had no business Jesus like Jesus Christ going yeah. out and get myself in that situation. Now, I'm seasoned. Yeah, now you're I'm, responsible. Yeah, I would probably never be in that situation again ever. Jesus, that's that's a scary one because you. But you, yeah, I survived and I'm here. It's just yeah. you know. But now you've learned. But I've learned. So to all people on this podcast who listen, um, and and you, Alex, too, because yeah. I know, like, make sure you are in a comfortable space mm-hmm. and make sure you are. Um, also, it would be nice to be with a friend. No, oh, yeah, um, definitely. Your very first time. Yeah, and for like any trips or anything like that too. And I think it's also too for the people who are listening to us, who are go out shit face by themselves do mm-hmm. not do that because it yeah don't it, do it sporadically and don't do it when you're also like, on other substances the thing is i hate the most is about from not not as many of like my closer friends but like my younger friends like my 19 or 21 or 20 year olds or like my my friends who i met like you know a while ago whatever like my younger friends they um they tend to like they're very big thing on was missing or was the fomo the fear of missing out and they would just go out get shit faced by themselves i'm like dude like, you have to understand is that not everybody's a nice person in this world. Yeah. Not everyone. Like, that guy, he, like, what if he was a dickhead? He probably could have gave you, like, lay shit. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. You didn't know. And thank God that you learned from it. And now you understand that yeah, you should Yeah, and, like, that. nothing happened to me. Like, I didn't end up thank in the river God. or, like, decapitated in his basement. Exactly. Or Especially with the fucking how society is now. Especially, even Iowa City. Like, Iowa City is such a small town, but I know... Like, if, you, if you're walking down the street, like, uh, towards, like, fucking Taco Bell over there mm-hmm. or something, like, it's not the best. Mm-hmm. It's not the best. Or, like, you know, when you're going to go pick up whatever you're going to pick up, like, you have to be fucking careful. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, the, my worry is, like, they're more afraid of the cops than they are f- afraid of the bad people. Mm-hmm. I'm more afraid of the fucking bad people because mm-hmm. if the cops catch me, I know I'm going to be safe. I know I'm going to be in a, whatever. For whatever reason, I know I'm going to be safe. I'm going to be alive the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I, I just, I don't understand why people do it. Like go out and get shit faced by themselves. Yeah. Cause you don't know, like, unless you, maybe if you meet a group of people or something, but still like, that's why I share my location with a lot of my close friends mm-hmm. because I want them to know, like if, if, if I'm in trouble, like if I'm not responding or something or like, go ahead. Oh, so I just want to clarify. Go so ahead. you are comfortable going out alone. You just, if you're going to, if you plan to get shit faced, you would prefer not Correct. to be. Correct. I do not go out alone. I tend I tend not to go alone in general, but if I do go out alone, I do not get shit faced. It's probably me just going to grab a beer or something. Okay. Um, but for my case, I feel like, like I don't mean to sound sexist, but I do feel like guys have a uh, advantage. Advantage of going out. Yes. Uh, yeah. I think um, a lot of like incidences and really bad incidents happen more, a lot more to women, and especially women should not be going out by themselves. Mm-hmm. I, I I think. Like, yeah, like, I don't mean to shit on, like, the tough women, because there's a lot of tough women out there, but I mean, like, there's more of a chance that, there's more of a chance for a girl to have something happen to her than a guy, and I fully believe that, and I think that when women just go out and get shit-faced by themselves, it's, you put yourself at risk, and it's like, why why risk something horrible? Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's just getting, like, I, I don't fucking know, but, like, for us guys, for me, when I get shit-faced, like, I know for me, like, at, at, uh, Eden one time or Eden Eden mm-hmm. is that um, one time I was there and I was really shit faced um, I don't know for what reason but I was really shit faced and I was in the bathroom throwing up 
And this guy, he kept calling me a, like a lightweight. And I'm not a lightweight. I think you know this. I'm mm-hmm. not a fucking lightweight. So I kept getting mad. And I'm like, I just kept calling him a pussy. Like every word he said, he'll be like, yo. And I'll be like, pussy. Yo, pussy. I, I kept saying that to him. And then he was like going to walk out. He's like, if you call me pussy again, you know, I'll beat your ass. And as he's walking out the door, I was like, pussy. And <laughs> then came back in. Uh, he like hit me a couple times. And my friend got him off me. And um, then he apologized after. But like in that situation, I was a dumb fucking idiot because I was shit-faced. Mm-hmm. And that's why like I don't like getting shit-faced that much. Because it's not that I pick fights, but it's it's um it's that I don't... Like I lose kind of control. Yeah. Not like in a bad sense, but I just... I, I'm not fully in control of my movements. Yeah. Like, I know my words. I know what this, you know, some shit slips out or whatever. But, um, no, again, I think, especially anyone, even, like, close friends, just tell somebody to go out with you. Or tell somebody, hey, like, check up on me every hour or something like that. Give me your location. Because that's not a bad thing. Um, but, nevertheless, um, I think when you, when people do trip... I think it's great to have somebody who is either sober or an experienced veteran yeah. of the shit. Uh, again, we do not yeah. advocate doing drugs or any of that if, shit. I, yeah, I don't advocate doing drugs, and um, um, but people are going to do what they're going to do. Yeah. And I do feel if you are seasoned, which means if you are experienced, yeah. um, tripping on your own um, once you realize what's going on is... I, I feel comfortable now. Yeah. From that time that I first told you my only bad experience with yeah. LSD, I would probably feel comfortable tripping on my own now. Yeah. But at home, I don't know if I would necessarily go out in public by myself yeah. yet. Um, but there's a lot of people who are comfortable enough. They took in enough time. They yeah. can go out because, you know, they can handle it better. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, like, I think, oh yeah. Like if I ever do something like that, I think I would need to be at home or at a safe space. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, again, like, even with, like, weed. Like, if I smoke or something, like, I, I don't like going outside. Yeah. But that's because, like, I smoked throughout high school and shit. Mm-hmm. So, I think that took a toll on me. And now I get anxiety when I smoke. Uh, but, again, it's smoking is very different from hallucinogens. But tell me about, like, a, like a really good one. Really good experiences? Yeah. Okay. Um, huh, let's see. There we go. So, I mean, every every experience with LSD has honestly been good. Even the um, the time I told you about where I went out by myself and I was like, yeah, you know, that even ended up being a lesson because I feel like even if you have a good trip or bad trip, it's all lessons yeah. and you always come out more um, insightful, like, and, and more enlightened. Yeah. Um, hmm. But I've always had good experiences um, on LSD and I've only tripped like, um, probably like, Seven times in my whole entire life, and that includes okay. that includes shrooms. Would you take LSD rather than shrooms, or shrooms than LSD? Like, which one would you take if you, um, if you had a choice? Like, so okay, so the the time I told you about right at ten, yeah. that was like um, an awful time. Like, so, yeah. but it turned into a really really good one once you know it was only just yeah. the visuals. Yeah. So I boiled up. And I was like, okay, um, mushrooms aren't for me. Maybe just LSD is. Yeah. But like I told you last week, yeah. I have these um, mushroom chocolate bars, and yeah. the doses are smaller, and mm-hmm. it's more handleable or um, manageable okay. for me. So I've been experimenting more with shrooms these past couple weeks, and um, I, I don't know which one I would pick more. I would probably right now I'd say acid. No, but see, you know, I'm also all about more natural yeah. things as opposed to synthetic yeah. things. And if if you're someone who 
is looking for more natural drugs, yeah, uh, I would definitely Maybe go shrooms. with shrooms. But yeah, because that's probably those are a lot harder to like lace and shit like that too, because um, they're natural. But uh, what was I was gonna say, um, had, do you know anyone who tried both of them at the same time? Mm-hmm. How do you do you know about their? Because I because that's like because what I think is I, I don't remember what uh, I had asked a friend once. And I honestly don't remember what they told me. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. I actually don't hear... Because um, that, that's not common, I think. I haven't, I haven't well, heard Well, okay. So at Electric Forest, yeah. um, in a lot of festivals, I feel like people are mixing a lot of drugs. I'll oh, be yeah. honest. I don't know if this is necessarily smart. Oh, yeah. But if, if you, it's about your dosing and what you feel comfortable with and yeah. what you know. Yeah. And you got to know the shit you're working with. Yeah. You can't just be experimenting with. So at Electric Forest, I knew my limits. Um. I was on five different things all in one day. Jesus all Christ. All at one time. Yeah. So I mixed acid, a gel tab, which is actually stronger than... Gel tab? Yeah, they're stronger than um, the typical paper tab. Oh, oh. Gel tabs completely dissolve, whereas, you know, the paper doesn't. I ended oh. up usually swallowing the paper tab after oh. I let all the, you know, acid melt off of it. But yeah. um, um, gel tabs completely dissolve. Yeah, because the whole thing. I've only had a green one, though, but I think there's also... I did, like, I've never heard purple. of this. Well, they're apparently more potent than... Because um, I know people who... Like, the only time I've heard of LSD is a tab. Like, I know people mm-hmm. who... Like, this one kid, he used to buy books of, like, tabs. Like, yeah. strips and shit. I'm like, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. But, um... No, I think, um... Mixing drugs... You, it's like you said, you have to know what you're you getting. You have to know you have what to you're know doing. Your and I honestly don't um, condone in that because that's how a lot of people Overdose. fuck themselves up. But see, mm-hmm. if you know what you're doing and you know your body and you're also making sure yeah. to, that you're eating and hydrated, hydrated and um, putting vitamins in. And see, yeah. at festivals, I take a lot of fucking vitamins. Yeah. I eat only like, I do. I, oh. I make sure I've like prepare for this shit the week before uh, i'm doing water 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 like for a festival the week before i will stop drinking like alcohol, probably, right. alcohol and other things just yeah. because i want to be pure when i go ah. so a lot a lot of water before yeah. vitamins and um even still if you do that yeah if you don't mix your shit right you can still fuck yourself up no most definitely so you know that doesn't necessarily um uh, make a difference if you're not being smart with your yeah. drugs yeah but me um i've been fucking around with drugs no, for a yeah. long time now definitely yeah and- um the thing that worries me the most is the, because uh, <clears throat> if I had this before, where, well, from one of my friends, uh, of like with Molly. <clears throat> so in case Molly, people don't know, Molly is a drug that releases all the dopamine you pretty much have in your mm-hmm. brain. Your first high, whichever amount dosage you take, is going to be the best one, um, depending on how often you do it, whatever. But your body takes, I think, a whole month for it to replenish that, that dopamine in your brain. Yeah. And a lot of people at festivals, like my friend, uh, would take it and, you know, overdo it like the first day and the second or third day just chase the high. And that is very dangerous. It's it's probably the worst thing to do. But nevertheless, for people who do take these drugs, well, what do you suggest for them? Like for me, like for people who take Molly that I know or whatever, I would suggest, you know, waiting. <laughs> because so, so what's the question again? What do I suggest? Like, what, what do you suggest for like people who... Again, we don't advocate for doing these drugs, but we'd rather someone be safe. Um, advocate for somebody, their first trip on LSD. Like, preparedness. What? So, as you can tell, obviously, there's um, 
No, uh, like from my, as you can tell from my first um, experience with acid, I, yeah. I have the perspective that there really is no right time. And, but you know it. Okay. You know it. So I guess, um, I don't mean to keep talking about like a bad experience. No, no I just, I no try to say things that maybe someone else can learn from because yeah. I've definitely learned myself yeah. from all the bad experiences I can yeah. have. But um, for me, I don't think I could have ever been prepared. Um, I just kind of got thrown into acid. So I'm like, okay. oh, fuck, this is what it is. Ah. But that notched me up because the very the next time I ever did acid in my life, mm-hmm. after that, I was ready for it. Ah. So, but, 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 the circumstances can be different for other people. I don't yeah, think course. anyone is ever going to be ready because you can be at home mm-hmm. with your bestest friend in the world. You could, by God, be at home with your mother yeah. and lock yourself in and trip right there yeah. and be in the safest place in the world. But if you're going to go on a journey, because acid will yeah. take you to Somewhere parts else. of your mind that you didn't even know existed. Yeah, yeah. It, it can, anyhow, um, because Fuck. I don't know what it would be like for other people, but yeah. most people say the same things. Um, so if you're, like I told you last mm. week, if you're going to have a bad trip, you're going to have a bad trip, but it's going to need to happen because if you intend on tripping um, at all in the yeah. future and you want it's something you want to explore with, yeah. you're going to need to get that bad trip out of the way. Ah. You can't overthink it. Like Jeff told you last week. Yeah, um, yeah you can't. You just, you just kind of, you know. Damn. You just don't overthink it. You yeah. just kind of let it happen. And um, See, my thing is that I'm very intrigued on when it comes to how they're going to legalize shrooms. Not mm-hmm. necessarily the shrooms we have primarily, but there's thoughts, there's talks about legalizing it to switch somebody's uh, mental um, like issue, if they had an issue or something. Uh, like they, they wanted to use it on, I seen an uh, experiment they did or something. I don't, I don't remember, it was a while ago. But when you take a shroom or something for these veterans who had you know PTSD, yada, yada. They're doing it, a thousand times better. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's fucking insane. It. Because imagine like this, like in my eyes, I see it like so they're microdosing them. Is that the exactly, is that what yeah, you're referencing yeah, yeah. to? My thing is is like like how you said, um, you have to get over that bad trip. Yeah, I'm thinking in my head is that you know these veterans who have PTSD from all this shit because they're consistently thinking about it is when they take that shroom, they fight through that battle. Don't get me wrong, it's somebody one tough fucking battle, but then they're so much better after. I think that's insane. I think that's one of the things that could possibly change the world in every aspect. Like, fuck weed. I don't think weed's going to change the world in that aspect. Maybe in money-wise it would. But in the minds, I think shrooms is the way to go. Yeah. From the amount of people who, you know, have great experiences. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. There's bad experiences ever. But like you said, having that trip uh, guide, having that person who's going to, even someone sober. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, my God. I just, like, choked. <laughs> um, having somebody sober there or two people, three people, just to make sure you know, nothing bad happens. Yeah. I think that's phenomenal, especially for those veterans who don't deserve any of that shit in their head. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, um, it's just, you know, it, it fascinates me so much how the drugs that we are so, quote unquote, the government so, quote unquote, against is what's going to be, it could drive. Helping our economy, helping our, he- our mental health crisis. Did you crisis. know Illinois got sold out? Like the first day? Oh yeah, no, Damn. The, and 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 it's just crazy that all these things that are illegal that we're trying so hard to fight. Yeah. If we uplifted this shit, yeah. we would be making money. Yeah. Um, the, the numbers don't lie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, there's gonna be like look at countries like Amsterdam. Yeah. Their crime has went down on in drugs and their um, prisons are so less crowded for yeah. these bullshit crimes. Yeah. You know, and when you take away the word illegal, yeah. something becomes. 50% less appealing. Yeah. 
It's the same way when you're because up. when you know you can do something, yeah, you know you can do it. It's yeah. but when we're as humans, we're naturally defiant. Yeah, uh, if you tell us we can't do something, we're, we're gonna want to fucking do it. Yeah, don't stick your hand in the cookie jar. Well, guess yeah. what, bitch? I am today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. So when you take away the legal factor. Um, it becomes that less appeal- appealing. And some people beg to differ, but look yeah. at these countries that have eradicated drugs. Yeah. The, yeah. the kids are starting them way later on in life. Yeah. You know, I started doing things that I wasn't supposed to do. Yeah. Drinking at probably like 15. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I started smoking probably eighth grade freshman year of high school. Yeah. And, all that. and I, I understand with that. That's my only issue on it is I think that the, especially the kids, like, cause I know kids and like, like my cousins and shit. Maybe not necessarily my cousins, but I know other people's family members that their their kids in like eighth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade are smoking, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's not even weed. Sometimes it's fucking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, like you know, each to their own. But at the same time, like fuck, like our brains are not fully developed until twenty one, quote unquote. Um, but I think you know, I think if I had the option to go back in time and to to uh, stop smoking weed, then I definitely would have. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I've my mentality like. I don't think I've got damage from it from smoking. Yeah, but I I just think that my brain was not ready for it, and I should have. And that there's it. other things you could have been doing. Yeah, just, yeah. Not that it was bad, you know. Yeah, just... uh, yeah. Again, it's, I don't think it's the worst thing you do. I think yeah. there's a lot of other, there's a lot of other worst things you could do. Like, yeah. Uh, I know at Lost Ends, I've gotten offered so many fucking drugs. Like uh, the group that we were with, they offered it to uh, to give me ketamine, and I was like. Like, hey, ketamine's a whole different level. Yeah. Like, if people think cocaine is bad, ketamine's far worse for your body. But they've actually, um, it's funny because they were doing um, um, experiments with um, war vets doing, treating their PTSD with With ketamine. Ketamine. Um, Some, they've been doing all those drugs. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, definitely. uh, Even treating depression with, like, um, microdoses of, MDMA pure form. Oh, of course, like... MD. But but the thing is with that MDMA, it's 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 not necessarily gonna change your mentality like shrooms would. I think MDMA is more of it's gonna give you. It's an upper. It's an upper. Uh huh. Okay, so we were talking about the um. God, that coffee is so good. Yeah, it is. My friend uh, Steph bought that for me for uh, Christmas. Um, so we were talking about the. Um, the last thing I remember you asking me what my um. Sorry, we just took a break, everybody. Just so everybody knows. Advice to people wanting to. Yeah. Do so, um, what I was gonna say too is, for me, whenever like somebody comes up to me, um, or somebody I know who wants to try something, I personally always suggest Molly, mm-hmm. not ecstasy, Molly, um, because it's one of the biggest uppers there is, and that drug it's it's not as like there's like i think there's like two like three things of drugs there's like good drugs like marijuana shit that helps you you know whatever and then there's like medium ones that are not bad not good and then there's like bad ones like you know coke all that other shit and i think molly sits right in the middle because mm-hmm. it's it's not gonna kill you uh, but it's not gonna make you feel the best afterwards yeah um but like with those two i think people um just sometimes overdo it, man. Yeah. Like, uh, and people who have to understand is when you take Molly, you release the dopamine levels. I was explaining this earlier, but what you do is you pretend you get like a little container of uh, dopamine in your brain. So every time you take Molly, even if it's a little bit, 
it releases all of it. So now that dopamine thing is empty. So if you continue to take it the next day, what it does is makes that container smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. The more you take it, like I don't, I knew people who took it like every day just for the fuck of it. I'm like, your body has to replenish it in order for it to do it. And it's, it's very strange why people would keep doing it like every day, but again, it's just chasing the high. Um, yeah. I've actually taken a uh, break on Molly. I haven't rolled mm, since. What fucking show was it? Um, I don't know, but it was about a couple months ago. But I don't think I'm going to roll again until like. What, Forest? Forest or yeah. Lost Lands. Because I just don't really see the point. Unless, okay. I'm not going to lie. Blunts and Blunts. Yeah. Is coming Blunt's in March. Blondes is gonna be fucking nuts. And that's my birthday month, so the, the there's gonna be a lot going on at Gabe's that month. So that whole month might be a shit show for me. Wait, you're gonna go to Des Moines for sub? I'm thinking about it. Yes. Fuck, I, I would go there. I just I fucking hate Des Moines. You hate Des Moines? Oh yeah, yeah you told me this. Yeah, I just fucking. Um, but I'm thinking about just tripping. I mean, for those shows, I can't. But the thing is, for me, like, I can't wrap my head my head around that. Like to trip at like a concert or something. But I don't know. It's just like, well, I think it's also too because like when I think about tripping, I think about how my body is when I'm like stoned as fuck. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and all I want to do is relax. I don't know how it does. I don't know uh, exactly how it makes you feel. Like it doesn't make you like want to like go and jump around and shit. Or I think after you peak. Okay, so let me just explain my personal experience. Go. So, if I was to do acid before a show, yeah, I would want the first three to four hours like somewhere safe, like okay, safe spot would be like a friend or wherever. This is an average trip. Average trip, (laughs) and let's say if if I was to trip before a show, I'd probably take it like eight hours before the show, so that way. By the time I'm getting to the show, it's just mainly the feels and the visuals. Okay. Um. Can you can you describe those feelings though? Um, the feels are. Is it like you like can like? Uh, I just feel it's really sensitive. So um, LSD um, heightens all your senses, hmm. um, not just your physical senses, but I also feel like um, imaginative. Imaginative. Yes, like you can <coughs> smell things, you can feel things. Can you smell numbers? Um, I don't know if you can Words. smell them, but I'm sure someone in the world has probably, oh, probably. tripped and yeah. been like, "I smell numbers." You smell like four or five. you can smell colors. You can smell red. Um, no, no, no. That's actually a thing. Oh, is um, it really? I've had that happen before. Uh, oh, like, that must be. Fun. No, I, f- I, f- I guess not. Smelt. I felt uh, colors. I can feel colors. What different the... colors have a different temperature. But the, if you look, there's a science behind that. Oh, is um, it okay? There. I don't know. I don't know. Yo, that's so crazy. There's a science behind a lot of this shit, but, um... Well, of course. It's so... It's so weird to, like, really actually sit down and actually have a conversation about my trips because, um... It's so weird, the things that you feel and you see. Everything... It's a really sensitive time. Mm -hmm. Um, for me... You know, one would say, um... Okay, acid is making you see a whole bunch of shit that's not really there. Mm. Acid is, you know, it's just, uh, it's just a mirage in your mind. Okay. To me, sometimes the 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 the, the trip is so insightful. It's yeah. so beautiful. It's so, and like I said, even they're they're all they're all good. Yeah. Even the bad trips are good because it, you're seeing things that I feel like you were meant to see. Like it, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
but sometimes I'm like, what if this isn't really um, just like, what if it, it's removing the bullshit goggles of reality? What if what I actually see every day sober it's supposed to be reality is, you know, there's more to that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so when I'm, I'm tripping, you know, I can see like colors. You, I can see hues or it's like, I'm like, what if everything really isn't going? They say that in like yeah. a dip, cause we see on a different spectrum. Yeah. If we were able to see other ways, we could see people's actual it's it's similar to how animals can only see certain colors and we can see them all or how certain animals can see at night or yeah exactly we just can't do that um or like with bats too like bats are blind some things see in infrared yeah but the bats they see in uh what is it echolocation yeah they 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 hear what they see with their ears that's fucking bonkers yeah um but um i don't know with um how do i say okay so wait let's clarify so you tried acid lsd and then, or I'm sorry, LSD, shrooms, and then the CC things. Mm-hmm. Have you tried any other hallucinogens? No, my next on my list. Are you going to say DMT? Yes. Okay, okay. That's what oh I was going to say. You're See, a mind reader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, DMT is uh, the one I'm very curious about because uh, there's those things called the DMT aliens. Have you heard of that? I, no, I can't. I don't know. I, I was watching a video about it the other day, and uh, I was actually watching a video that shows you how a DMT trip is. Yeah. And it looks very fucking nuts. It looks insane, but it looks so, like, I don't know. It's so, like, I don't know how to put it in words. It looks just insane from, like, the YouTube video I watched. But uh, supposedly there's, there's DMT aliens, you see. But uh, I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast, and he was talking about how um, these people who were tripping on this drug, I don't know what drug it was, but... Um, they the drug you're supposed to have a trip it's your trip it's not anybody else's and so this drug that they took they all took it separately they all saw these beings they all saw the same beings and they were all with them and it was like more of they were on a trip together and I, I think that's so fascinating go oh okay so you just reminded me that I did actually see um, an article pop up on my feed okay I don't know which um, social media outlet I was on but I was on social media the other day and um, an article popped up I think it was actually an ad for audible maybe okay um, I don't but either way it was like um, DMT the uh, what the fuck is it called? wait there uh, was an ad on audible for audible. With the car insurance thing? No, Audible is a. It's like a. Oh, yeah. oh the books. So, I don't yeah. Know why I thought like a, a, no, yeah. so I think it was like um like an ad for Audible um advertising okay. its ebooks, yeah. and I think one of them was like it was like the DMT um aliens. No, the DMT uh cell or like uh gene or some okay. some some shit, and okay. uh pretty much about like mm. it unlocking your gland or something, so you can. Like, be in another dimension or see in another dimension or mm. some shit. I just read it real brief. Like, I didn't read the whole article. No, course, I just read... No, like, I, I get it. I, my thing is that, like, I think... Wouldn't that be insane? Like, so... This is what I think is very interesting. And I wish this could happen sometime. But when you know you go on a road trip with some people, some of your greatest friends, it's one of the best experiences ever. Like, imagine having, like, a trip, like an acid trip, with your friends. Like, you guys are all on this trip together. And it's that single, like, self... I think that would be amazing. I think that's very like interesting. And there's probably a drug out there that does that. Mm-hmm. I'm not too sure, but I think that would be like because think about it like you're with your friends, like you're doing, you're seeing these things together. That is like you're intertwining your kind of like souls. 
your minds together. I, I think it's very fascinating. I don't know if that's a drug. If anybody knows that drug, let me know. I'm not gonna take it, <laughs> but I just wanna I wanna know. I wanna I wanna I wanna research on it. But nevertheless, um, fuck, I, I had, I'm losing my train of thought. Jesus. Um, candy flipping. I want to talk about candy flipping. Oh yeah. So in case nobody knows what candy flipping is, it's when you take a thing of acid or LSD, and was it when you peak and then you take a thing of Molly or how how does that go? Um, I don't know if it's specified towards that. I I, I hesitate. I actually don't. Uh, but what I know it to be is just uh, when you take Molly and um, oh, just LSD like together. Yeah, you take them both together. Oh. Which I um tried for the first time at Forest. How was that? Um, it was great, but see, I was on so much oh, that it, it, um, like separate it. I was just really fucked up, but like, I wasn't like fucked up to the point where I was like stumbling. Fall- yeah. I was just like in a whole new realm, but, um, being at major festivals or sensory overloads, yeah. how being on all those drugs would affect me just being at home. Mm-hmm. It's different to when you're in a crowd Almost of 50,000 people and you got flashing lights and blaring speakers. You know, that takes away from some of the effect yeah. of the drugs because your body is processing. So your body's on fire. It's processing all these the drugs drug and itself then and then it has to process the, everything. The experience, you know, you got all these lights, this yep. production. So um, I was on a lot, but I wasn't as fucked up as you would think. Like, but I was fucked up. But yeah. Um, I remember feeling really, really nice. Okay. Um, but it was my first time. I am always the type of person I have to do a thing a couple of times for me to really give you a, a description oh, like a of what it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, but I remember it being nice, but I don't think that I... Yeah, from every time I've heard uh, people who... Um, like, for people who say that they, like, trip bad, like, a bunch mm-hmm. of times, that's why they primarily candy flip, because, again, Molly is, a you know, an upper, and it's going to release that dopamine levels at you know whatever um i don't i think that's very interesting i think people should definitely i don't even, I don't even know that's just nuts but nevertheless i think we'll cut it off here 57 minutes it's pretty good yeah we're gonna edit that. some of this but thank you for listening um if you haven't listened to the other one you have to listen to the andrea one the one right before this one she um or no it's the the, the instagram model one um listen to that one it's long but it is I've listened to the first 20 minutes and the, dude. the other day and I'm I gotta finish that you one you gotta listen to it when she talks about uh, her stuff uh, the festivals and stuff but thank you for Corbin for coming yes, on thank you thank for you. having me alright bye guys